At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. You're listening to the PRO Media Network. The next level in entertainment. When I say who are we, you say Saints. When I say are we ready, you say who? Who are we? 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 Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. And we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports family. If you didn't know, I'm Big Q, and you're rocking with Sports Coma episode 423. And for those who also don't know, we are of the number one independent Saints podcast in the land. Who that to your family? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? And in this episode 423, we got a few things we're going to cover the Saints roster breakdown as well. We'll talk about the roster, the injury list, give you a little current update on the injury list. A lot of news coming out here. Mike Thomas dissing Mike, the battle of the Mikes. Mike Thomas Disson, general manager of the Raiders, Mike Mayock, who used to be a ESPN or NFL Network draft guru, who <laughs> made some choices over him. Mike had some stuff to say about that. Just shows you what those guys know, which is very little. Uh, Taysom Hill, the tight end. We'll talk about that too. Taysom Hill, the tight end. We also have interviews from Drew Brees, offensive lineman Eric McCoy. Pass rusher Marcus Davenport as well. So, man, it's just awesome, man. Here, but also before we get going, man, I just like to fire it up and give you guys a round of applause. That's for you guys, all the new and established members, subscribers, family of the Sports Coma. I'd like to thank all of you guys for joining us. And if you aren't a member, please subscribe to the family. Join the fam, man. Join us. Also, like, share, and hit the notification bell uh, to help promote the platform just a little something to help us out at the sports coma so without further ado let me give you some information on our podcast 423 let's start it off with the injury list coming up against the saints uh, as they get ready to take on the texans in the monday night main event before the nation and it's a monday night game saints battling a very tough houston texan club defensively real tough they would doubt the jvi Clowney was traded to seattle but they still have jj watt who is a handful no matter how you look at it and you look at the injury list and this is the first official injury report of the 2019 season and i remember on the live stream which 
all the people out there, please join our live stream show every Saturday at noon. And of course, as the games start moving, we'll shift the live stream to game day. So it's just really interesting to see who's on this injury list. And we had some in, uh, like unofficial reports that came out last week. And I remember mentioning it on the live stream that these reports that's coming out from Yard Barker and all these other sites were not conform- confirmed injuries. They had Alex Anzalone missing three weeks, Craig Robinson multiple weeks. And you look at the official injury report, nothing of the, nothing of the sort. Alex Anzalone dealing with a shoulder injury. Craig Robinson has a hamstring injury. Zach Lyon need defensive tackle shoulder Rankin still dealing with that Achilles day-to-day were limited on the first day of practice ahead of the Monday night game against the Texans. Now, Alex Anzalone makes his return to the practice field for the first time since the opener, while Robinson does the same following his absence since the second preseason game, stretching and everything. Running back Dwayne Washington had ankle and concussion issues. Looked like he's ready to go. Mario Edwards Jr., the defensive end slash defensive tackle, had a hamstring issue. He did not practice. He's been banged up this entire training camp. And I know they see the upside in Mario Edwards. I just thought there were better people that performed better than him, but he still made it. Jared Cook is not listed on injury report after returning to practice for the first time since the third preseason game with no destination. He's on track to be available for the season opener. And the same could be said for wide receivers Keith Kirkwood, Austin Carr, and Saquon Hampton after the trio missed practice in a few weeks. So it's good to hear that those guys are all ready for the opener. And that just that's even better for uh, for the team overall, because we damn sure need all of our people, our role players and definitely our starters to be available uh, to kick the season off in the right way. We want to start the season off. I know it's been a while since we are we not good at winning these openers to start the season off. And from a historical standpoint, when the Saints lose, they always seem to rebound over the last several years. But let's let's buck that trend. You know, let's start the season on a good note. Let's beat this Houston Texans club and then go into uh, Los Angeles and take on the Rams and take care of Seattle and Dallas and all these teams in this first month of football. That's what I want. Start the season all four. and I know it's going to be tough, but God damn it. The Saints are an NFC uh, contender. They are Super Bowl contender. They have everything it takes to be a Super Bowl winner this year. And I'm really looking forward to that. So without further ado, let's hear from our Hall of Fame quarterback, Drew Brees, about his th- his thoughts on the Saints locker room. So, Here's Drew. Shot, I'll ask you this. Um, for those, please raise your hands. Those who saw the video that I shot for National Bring Your Bible to School Day. Okay, there's a few. Okay. So the headline on that was Drew Brees does video for anti-gay hate group. Okay. So I'd ask you, for those who saw the video, do you think that that's a fair headline? for what the video was about. Feel free to say yes, no, whatever. No, I, I would say no just because of the message in it, which is yeah. bring, your, bring your Bible to the school day. That's what you're exactly. promoting in the okay. video. Okay, and in the video, is there any mention of any group um, outside of just talking about uh, National Bring Your Bible to School Day? In that video, there wasn't. No, there wasn't, right. It's not written anywhere on it. I don't say anything about it. The only thing I was promoting was encouraging kids to bring their Bibles to school for National Bring Your Bible to School Day, um, to live out your faith with confidence, and I gave my favorite Bible verse. So we can, we can sit here and say that that's not a very fair headline. That, that headline was not representative of what that video was about at all. Am I right in saying that? Who posted that I headline? think that's fair. Yeah. What's that? Who posted that headline? Exactly. Yeah. Why would you post a headline like that? Why? 
Why would you post a headline like that when that's not what the video had anything to do about? To get hits or reads. That's exactly right. Yeah. Right. So why why will people in the media um, bring themselves down to do something like that? Why would they post something like that when it's not representative of anything that that video was about? To defend. And to do it a person yeah. to to a person like me who does, is the antithesis of what they're tr they're trying to yeah. talk talk about. Well, to defend most of us, a lot of these media people are are wannabe media people that do stuff like that and they blog. I don't think any of us would do something. I, okay. I mean, I can speak for myself. I wouldn't do right. that. Right. So I was asking you fine, upstanding media people, your opinions <laughs> about this. Because I knew I was going to get questions about it. So I just wanted to gauge, number one, had you seen the video? Number two, did you feel like the headline talking about the video was fair, which I think we all agree it was not. It did not represent anything that that video was about. So, so my intent with that video was to make a positive impact in the lives of some young people, right? Um, to encourage them on National Bring Your Bible School Day to bring your Bible. If you're a Christian, be proud, bring your Bible, um, have confidence in your faith. And I gave them uh, one of my favorite Bible verses. Um, I also just posted a video on social media. Did you guys see that? Yes, yeah. Okay. That pretty much lays out exactly what I stand for and who I am. So let's let my actions speak louder than any of my words. If you guys would like to point to anything I've done or said in the past that is contrary to that, feel free to bring that up because you're not going to find anything. So, all right, so we're done. So, That's Drew Brees, y'all, and Drew <laughs> animated, man. He was kind of upset. Let me tell you something about Drew Brees. You want to piss Drew Brees off, you know, go at his character. That's a surefire way. Guys like Drew Brees and Peyton Man and those guys work hard to keep their names clean. And they will fire upon your butt if you try to soil their names. Because like the old saying goes, a good name is harder to keep clean than your body. So to let guys, and they love to do that nowadays, throw dirt on you. He won't allow that to happen. Now, what he was speaking about was he gave an uh, impassioned and defiant response to a backlash he received over a video he recorded to promote Bring Your Bible to School Day. And a lot of people don't like the fact that he was promoting it because the group that was tied to the bring your Bible to school day usually is in contrast of, you know, certain people's thought processes. And this is America, man. We ain't all we're not going to always agree on every damn thing. But true. I mean, but good common sense people, man, can actually have a dialogue like, say, for instance, I use the. The football way of explaining it. You have the Atlanta Falcons fans. I despise Atlanta Falcons. I despise the Dallas Cowgirls. But at the end of the day, I can sit down and have a good conversation Why and talk to them why their team sucks or why Dallas team sucks. I got a lot of friends that's Dallas Cowboys fans. We have good talks all the time. It's fun. But at the end of the day, you know, we respect each other and we move forward. That's what about that's what it's about being an adult. You don't have to agree with everything I say. I'm not going to agree with everything you say. But at the end of the day, we can still talk it out, man. We can still talk it out. So this is America. This is not some communist place or some place that wanted to keep you from talking. Maybe some aspects of it is. But in the end, man, let's just respect each other's opinions. I mean, we don't come from the same backgrounds. We don't all look the same. So let's let's respect with, you know, our own opinions. You know, if it's not something dealing with some horrible, really terrible, uh, you know, let's just respect each other's opinions and move forward. Anyway, let's take it to the next step. Drew was kind of upset about that. He really wanted to address that situation. And also, we talked about 
dealing with the upcoming match. Now, we're going to preview the Texans and Saints matchup, but that won't be until later on this week. But a lot of great things are going on in as far as the Saints are concerned. Let's get into the roster breakdown before after we hit you, just hit you with the injury list. You look at what the Saints are doing, the official roster. Of course, we're dealing with Drew Brees at the quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater, Taysom Hill is made. Now, Drew, of course, that's no surprise. Teddy Bridgewater is the backup. Taysom Hill is everything. I mean, he's the – and that's the question. The sports coma question of the day is, is Taysom Hill doing too damn much? How about that? I mean, is he doing too much? He, he's, he, he, he's a wide receiver. He's a running back. He's a tight end. He's a kick he, – he does kick returns if you need him. He plays on special teams. Is Taysom Hill doing too much? If, or are we overusing Taysom Hill? That's a sports coma question of the day. The running back situation behind Drew, Elvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, and Dwayne Washington made it. I didn't like the fact that they got rid of Devon Zigbo, but that's reward under the bridge. Zach Lyon is the fullback. Wide receivers are Michael Thomas, of course, Tegan Jr., Traquan Smith, Keith Kirkwood, who's healthy. Austin Carr, who catches everything, a lot of people. My boy Revolt Control down in Atlanta, who that to you? He didn't like the fact that Austin Carr or Keith Kirkwood, these guys are not speedsters, but these guys are talented guys who can catch the ball. Now, Trey Quine has that speed advantage, so does Deontay Harris, and I anticipate Sean Payton possibly using Deontay Harris in some way with the offense to kind of increase that speed edge. But Ted again is is healthy going into this season, and the Saints so with these skilled players is exactly where they need to be. Looking at the offensive line, Teron Armstead, Andrews Pete, Eric McCoy, Larry Warford, and Ryan Ramchek, the same line minus Max Unger on the starting lineup. Eric McCoy, like I've said a million times on this podcast and live stream, is that he's going to make you forget Max Unger because he's going to be your starting center for the next two years within for the next 10 years within the next two to three years he'll be a perennial pro bowler off the bat so i mean this is going to be a fantastic thing uh for the saints in terms of having that guy in the center of the line that holds it and i mean he's a this guy is awesome behind him on the back backups are ethan greenwich which i'm really surprised that he actually made the team with Derek kelly the second play better than him i'm really interested to see what they see in this ethan greenwich guy that is the he's the question mark player on his roster. We need to find out what more about Ethan, Ethan Greenwich. Will Clapp made it. Nick Easton made it. And Patrick Oma made a guy that blocked out his own player in the final preseason game made it. Tight ends, only two on the roster. Jared Cook, Josh Hill. Why the hell they got rid of all the other tight ends? Garrett Griffin's on the IR. They put Dan Arnold on the practice team because he needs practice. And also the Alizé Mack, who's there as well. And they did that according to Sean Payton because of Taysom Hill. He's now going to now he he's besides playing running back, quarterback, wide receiver. Now he's going to play tight end. Besides playing kick returner and sometimes punt returner and special teams guy, is that too much for Taysom Hill? Man, that's a lot of stuff to ask this guy to do. Man, a lot of stuff to ask him to do. Very very strange. And if you really need it, I think you should have another tight end. And if you don't have a spot, a spot, get rid of uh, Ken Crawley's ass, you know, bottom line. Anyway, defensively, Cam Jordan is the top dude there on one side. Davenport on the other side. Big news there is Davenport's completely healthy. Sheldon Rankins in the middle with Malcolm Brown. I absolutely love this defensive line. I don't know exactly how healthy Sheldon Rankins is or is he going to play a lot for the first game or the second game? I wouldn't rush him back into action. They have good depth. 
but behind them on the defensive line, Wes Horton made it. Trey Hendrickson is there as well as their top key defensive pass rusher. And then interior-wise, Myro Edwards, who's hurt with the hamstring issue, Taylor Stallworth made it, and Shy Tuttle, uh, a boy, he was a long shot and a half, but Shy Tuttle actually made it. Big ups to Shy Tuttle and Taylor Stallworth, two undrafted guys in back-to-back years making the Saints team. You know, real interesting. To the linebacker, Cole, we knew about the the trade of Akiko Alonzo in the roster, the depth chart I'm looking at. They have him starting. I don't know if I agree with that, but who knows? AJ, but he doesn't know enough of the Saints defense to start, so I would not agree with that. But AJ Klein, one of my favorite Saints players, Demario Davis and Alex Anzalone, who is healthy. Kiko Alonzo will back Alex Anzalone up. And then you have Caden Ellis, who I love. I gave him the, my training camp MVP trophy. And then Craig Robinson is there. Very good depth with the linebackers. Good mix of young and young veteran guys as well. And then going to the secondary, Eli Apple and Marshawn Lattimore's the corners with Vine Bell and Marcus Williams. Vine Bell picked up some weight. I, I like how Vine Bell. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the U.S. Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. Dell's plan, he's the most disrespected saint on this roster. Starter does nothing but make tackles, usually second, third on the team and tackles when the season's over with. No respect for Von Bell. Like Rodney Dangerfield, he gets no respect. But the guy's awesome. Behind him, those guys, let's start with the cornerbacks. P.J. Williams, I don't agree with that, but he's better than Ken Crawley. And then there's Patrick Robinson backing up Marshawn Lattimore. So Justin Hardy, I should say Justin Hardy should get some looksy because he really played outplayed PJ Williams in Crane Crawler in training camp and mini camp. And the guys, another gets no respect type of player at the safety position behind Bell and Marcus Williams. You got Johnson Gardner Johnson, who can also fill in that cornerback if you need him in the, in the slot. Saquon Hampton, who's a hitter. And then JT Gray, another underestimated player who just literally outplayed the hell out of Chris Banjo in training camp and mini camp as well. He has really stepped up as well. People got to respect JT Gray. I'm telling you, real interesting. Then, of course, our special team aces have not changed in terms of the kicker and punter. Will Lutz, one of the highest paid kickers, the highest paid kicker in the NFL. Thomas Morstead, my, I say he's a Hall of Famer. Zach Woods there as well. 
And then you turn around, you're looking at the kick return and punt return. And you got to look at Deontay Harris and possibly take in back there in some role of capacity. Taysom Hill has also been thrown in the mixture to be looked at as a kick returner. Then if you look at the practice squad, Dan Arnold, Alizé Mack, Emmanuel Butler, Terrell, Willi- Terrell Williams, the safety, the big safety, LaJordan Humphrey, the wide receiver, TJ Green, the free safety, Derek Kelly, the second. Mitchell Lowen is back on the team. I love that move. Mitchell Lowen was, was a fantastic defensive lineman. He just needs to get healthy. And I and sooner or later, if there's an injury, they'll just activate. Hopefully, they'll activate Mitchell Lowen off the practice squad. That guy is absolutely a nonstop motor. He causes problems. Injuries have always been Mitchell Lowen's problem. And then, of course, offensive lineman, the only one on the practice squad is John LeGlue and running back Taquan Mazel, who's pretty good, by the way. Then the reserves, injury reserves, are Chase Hansen, Colton Jumper, David Onyemata, who's suspended for one game, defensive in slash linebacker Josh Martin. So on the IR, then you have Carl Grandison on the exemption list. The Saints will let we'll see what the Saints do with him in two weeks. The IR is Matt Days, who they really like the running back. Garrett Griffin, the tight end, and Cameron Toms also on the IR. Too bad for Cameron Tom. Very special. One of I say the best backup offensive lineman the Saints have. So that'll hit the the roster, the twenty nineteen roster breakdown. Let's hear from that center I told you about, Eric McCoy, on his thoughts, his first career game going to pick his text. from your teammates that were uh, on the team last year about how bad they want to win this first game because of the way things have started the last couple seasons? I mean, technically, no, I haven't. But, I mean, there's been a big emphasis on coming out strong uh, just because in the past we haven't been very good in first games. Uh, so, really, it's just kind of an all-around thing. We just want to be really good in this first game. What about for you just playing in your very first game? Yeah. Uh, nerves are going a little bit. Not going to sit here and lie to y'all, but I'm excited for it. I'm ready for it. Um, I feel like I've prepared really well this week so far. Um, I'm looking forward to the opportunity. Let's break down just the Texans line. Just what what are the challenges you're going to have to face with them? They're just they're really big and powerful up front, uh, especially their two nose tackles. They're they're big power players. They're guys you have to get your hands on fast um, because they can push the pocket. How did your adjustment to the NFL compare to what? I know you didn't really know exactly what to expect. Mm-hmm. You probably tried to imagine in your mind what it would be like making that adjustment. How did that go? Uh, I would say it's been pretty smooth, honestly. Um, the speed of the game's picked up a little bit. There's been a lot of technique stuff that I've had to get better at. But uh, throughout the course of camp and this preseason, I feel like I've, I've gotten a lot better at all of that. When you envisioned your first NFL start, was J.J. Watt on the other, on the other side of the line? <laughs> um, honestly, I don't know who would be on the other side of the line. But like I said, it's a tremendous opportunity. Um, I'm, I'm blessed to be in this situation. Has any of the veterans, or have you looked to any of the veterans just to kind of get a, a sense of what you're going to expect in this kind of first game? Yeah, all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really getting tips on, you know, the tempo that I need to be at, the tempo that I need to play at, um, just some technique tips that they might have for one of the defensive linemen, stuff like that. Eric McCoy family giving the breakdown on what do you think is going to happen? He's, I guess he gets ready, tuned up, prepared for the Houston Texans, pretty good defensive line to be interested to see him. But this guy uh, coming over from Texas A&M, I mean, this guy is a – he, he should have been a top-rated center in the, in the draft. But they had him with a deep up. I think some of them had him as a late first-round grade. He fell all the way to the second round. The Saints moved up, made, uh, traded two picks to move up to get him because this guy solves – the issue as far as missing Max Unger. He is the guy that's going to man that position. So big ups to Eric, I mean, McCoy as he gets ready 
to play his first career game against J.J. Watt and that tough defensive line from the Texans. More news, uh, Michael Thomas, star wide receiver Michael Thomas, who's now going to be in the ESPN's Body Magazine. He signed $100 million, get an ESPN deal. I would tell Mike, don't even go. You didn't take me when I was a second-round draft pick, and all of a sudden I'm the man now, now you want me in there. It would have been the same thing like Andy Ruiz. I like Andy Ruiz, junior to Mexican heavyweight champion in the world. He's a terrific dude, real humble guy, but nobody respected the man when he was climbing his way up. And, if, and then finally when he gets some praise and some – you know, some proven that he's worth something Then you got all these people want off. Well, come on my show now that I respect you now that you're a champion. I respect you. Now I would tell them I would, I would literally close the door in them damn people face. I just, how I am. I guess some people are not the same and I respect that. But Mike Thomas took a shot, man. He dissed Raiders general manager, Mike Mayock. If many people remember Mike Mayock used to be the draft guru for the NFL network for many years he sat on there breaking people down many of his predictions was completely foolish and that's what they do it's like they're the nfl weatherman they could just you know just my, uh mike miak and Mel kuyper jr and mcshay they'll say this and they'll be out of all these hundreds of picks they'll be like 95 percent wrong and five percent right and nobody really calls them on it but Mike took a shot at him on that. He in Twitter he said, "I wouldn't take Mike Mayock too serious either for the simple fact he had the nerve to rank five guys higher than me coming out of the draft, and we all know how that worked out. Who that though? And pretty much, man, what he means about that is, you look at some of the guys that Mike Mayock picked over him, and I looked them up. Laquan Treadwell, the Minnesota Viking bust wide receiver from Ole Miss, sucks. Corey Coleman." who was picked up by the Cleveland Browns, sucks. Josh Dotson, who's pretty decent but hurt, he just signed with the Vikings. He, Redskins cut him loose. Will Fuller, pretty good but hurt all the time. Sterling Shepard from the Giants, who's okay out of Oklahoma but not nearly up to the par of what Mike Thomas was, and he was picked. Mayock had him on his board as the tie for fifth with Sterling Shepard with all those receivers that I named. So, you know, it goes to show you that Mike don't forget. And that's how Mike is. Mike built his his reputation as a person. He's like, well, you think I'm not that good? You think I'm you're, uh, you're severely undervalued me? I'm going to show you who who you're playing with. And that's exactly what he did. So kudos for him to slamming on Mike Mayock, who having issues with Antonio Brown. First, it was Brown's helmet. Now it's some crap going on. It was a bad decision to sign that guy. But ultimately, now they suspended him. And Mike just dug in, <laughs> dug at Mike Mayock with a good little shot. Big ups to him for doing that. And uh, you know, they said, what else here? Let's cover some more news before we play. Actually, let's get into Marcus Davenport's injury. We'll play that injury. Uh, he, I mean, his uh, interview, and we'll come back and break down this Taysom Hill playing every damn position on the on the field. Here's uh, Marcus going into the season opener, Houston Texans at home Monday night, national TV. Uh, your thoughts on the vibe going up to the game? Hmm can't really say you know it's just been a day-to-day process you know just still preparing you know we know uh we're not really gonna stop uh preparing until well even through the game so you know i'm, I'm still building up to the anticipation and um we'll see you've seen some film on these guys this is a difficult offense uh, to stop especially if deshaun watson the quarterback is able to get out and get loose um how do you keep a guy like that from really damaging you defensively um, we got to be smart. We got to do our job. And, you know, uh, of course, you got to be on the lookout for him. He can always extend plays and he has a great arm. 
So um, that's something we're going to have to counteract. You know, is that a little bit more pressure, I guess, on yourself, Cam, joining the defensive ends to make sure you contain him in that pocket and set that edge and, and not allow him to at least escape that way? Mm, I don't really think of it as pressure. It's just part of our job. So, um, yeah. <laughs> How much are you looking forward to the season opening? It's been a long off season. Uh, you guys have gone through a lot this off season. You've been ready to get back onto it and show exactly what you're capable of. How much are you looking forward to this season opening? Um, you know, of course, you always got to look for it. But uh, my biggest thing is the next game, so it's the most important. And um, that's just the uh, kind of consistency I'm trying to give to it. Yeah, Marcus Davenport, man, you don't have too much to say, but um, Belisi trying though. I mean, let's go to the next story. Taysom Hill's role, you know, this is from the Saints Wire, a uh, really good uh, Saints publication. Big ups to them. Um, and John Sigler, who's one of my favorite Saints writers, besides G Balance and the rest of the author Rooks and the rest of those guys. Taysom Hill role convinced Saints to carry just two tight ends is the story. And I just thought that was really fascinating that he covered it. But he's absolutely right. And that's what Sean Payton reported during the camp. He came out and said that, um, when asked when when he asked Sean Payton about that ten talent talent pool dealing with it, he says he have a secret weapon waiting the wings to do it all. Taysom Hill, and it's just he split time in several different positions, seven different positions in 2018, and he logged almost as many reps lined up at tight end as quarterback in this role that Sean Payton's in. So he's he's a from he's six three, 230 pounds. So I guess you could say Taysom Hill is a small tight end. I mean, he's about 10 pounds. Some of the tight ends usually be 235 and up between 235 and 250. But the guy's phenomenal, super quick, lightning fast. And he he lowers his shoulder and he will blow you up being afraid of it. So the Saints have a uh, they really do have a special weapon in Taysom Hill and a utility guy, a position that Sean Payton is basically just adding another playmaker out there. And when targeting in 2010, he caught four of eight targets and gained six yards, scoring his only touchdown catch in a championship game against the Rams. Peyton said that Hill's time at so many different spots means sometimes gets lost in the shuffle internally. The Saints see him as an option at tight end, slot receiver, halfback, in addition to primary gig, a quarterback that doesn't even get extensive work on special teams as well. So this guy's all over the place. The Saints are prepared to add a legitimate third wheel to the depth chart at tight end. Should the need arise, it's very early. Sean Payton added that nothing is set in stone here. They could reunite with a veteran who worked with them over the summer, like A.J. Derby, who wouldn't be a bad idea to do or possibly bring a new face in altogether or even do something during the trade deadline. Who knows? But it's just the fact that Taysom Hill, man, playing all these different positions. What do you think? That's the sports coma question of the day. It's, it's just too much for Taysom, man. It's all this stuff is it's, it's a lot of stuff for him to do. What do you think? Chime in, comment section. We'll read it on our next live stream. I'd like to thank everybody joining us here at the Sports Coma, man. Thank you for joining us for the show 423. As always, if you like the show, feel free to share it, like, hit the notification bell for future content. And also, get a few little plugs here. Several new tees available at the Pro Shop. Several new shoe shirts are available, and also the PS4 con the PS4 console giveaway is going on now. Sign up. The links for the Pro Shop and the twenty percent discount on all the latest gear is in the description section below. I'm BQ. Thank you for joining us on the Sports Coma tonight. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Who that?
If you haven't heard the sports coma, this is what you're missing. Check out the sports coma with Big Q and the guys. Homebistro.com. Freshly prepared, home-delivered, restaurant-quality gourmet meals delivered straight to your home. Choose from over 50-plus gourmet meal options cooked by world-class chefs and delivered frozen, ready to eat within minutes and no commit. Welcome to the one-shop gourmet food delivery specialized affordable options to eat right and feel great. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Every ingredient is handpicked to the highest standard. And why you should buy from HomeBistro.com? Restaurant quality made with natural ingredients delivered right to your door. Overnight shopping is available. Diabetic, paleo, heart health, and vegetarian options to eat during business since 1999. Courteous, knowledgeable, and professional support. Complete PCI compliant SSL security ordering and great meals. Choose from some of my favorite dishes. The Mediterranean chicken with orange honey sauce, the charbroiled chicken romesco, or the grilled chicken breast with sweet and spicy vegetables. No matter what you choose, you can't lose with HomeBistro.com. Eat great, feel good, and save some money with HomeBistro.com. Hit the link in the description section below for more information. Saints and Pelicans fan, so the only podcast I can get my fix is the Sports Coma with Big Q. The guy's intense, funny, and they always keep it real. Check out the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. TheWhoThatDaily.com. That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything. New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelicans, LSU Tigers, and even the top-flight boxing news. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, TheWhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That and all of us. Embrace Pet Insurance is more than just pet insurance. Embrace Pet Insurance promises to provide genuine support and certainty when your pet needed the most. With personalized accident and illness policies, compassionate customer care, 24-7 access to veterinarian professionals, flexible wellness plans, timely claims processing, and online customer portals, their values is what makes them embrace. So when selecting a pet insurance company as a partner in your pet's care, you deserve a company that has your pet's best interests at heart. Get top rated and review coverage for your pet today. Up to 90% back on bills at any vet, total protection, pet insurance and wellness and dependable claims payments get the top rated and review coverage for your pet today go to embracepetinsurance.com that's embracepetinsurance.com check the link in the description section below Are you a boxing fan? Check out Ring Kings Boxing only on the PRO Media Network. Follow the Sports Home on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.